Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello, everyone. This is the March 21st episode of the Bacon Bets podcast. Good morning. I'm back to recording first thing in the morning. I'm exhausted, but today we got a big show because we are talking the WGC match play tournament, uh, my favorite non-major golf tournament of the season. Uh, we got to cherish this one because this might be the last ever match play event on the PGA Tour schedule. They announced this event is over, hopefully. Uh, I'm hoping with everything I have that they replace this with a different match play tournament, but nothing has been announced as of yet. So this might be the last match play tournament ever. Now, if you're not familiar with the match play tournament, uh, it's kind of PGA Tour's you know version of March Madness. It is 64 golfers, the top 64 golfers ranked in the official world golf rankings. Obviously, um, for everyone that is not participating, it's a little bit higher than that. So it's made up of mostly, what, top 80 guys in the world. Um, and how it works is golfers are split up into groups of four. They play round-robin match play inside their group. The winner from each group advances to the knockout stage, uh, which is then uh, a few rounds until you have uh, the champion. Um, it is my favorite, like I said, non-major event of the entire year because it's match play, and we rarely ever get match play. The only other time we get it is in the Ryder Cup. Uh, and in the President's Cup. I think the PGA Championship used to be match play. I would love to see the PGA Championship return to match play. Probably not going to happen, though. Um, if you don't know what match play is, uh, instead of counting your strokes, it's like as if each hole is worth a point. So if you get uh, the better score in a hole, uh, you win that hole. So then you hear things like a, a golfer is like one up or two up. That means they're like two holes up on their opponent. And sometimes they don't even play the 18 holes because if you win it, if you like mathematically win it on the 16th hole, then that means that uh, like you would win three and two, which means uh, you're three holes up with two holes to play. Uh, and then you stop playing because obviously the other guy can't come back to win. So it's very exciting stuff. Uh, I will say a few quick tips for filling out your bracket, and then I will give you my winner for all 16 groups along with the odds. Uh, and then I will give you my winner of the entire thing. Uh, I actually have three bets to win the entire thing. Uh, also, this year, and this is my second year ever doing it, I'm running a match play bracket uh, pool. Uh, check out my Twitter, at IanMacBets, if you want to join that. The link is there. It is $20. Uh, 70% of the uh, payout goes to the winner. 20% second place. Third place gets 10%. This is my second year ever doing it. Last year we had, I think it was like around 250 entries, I think. Uh, so excited to get that going. Like I said, the link to enter that is on my Twitter. Uh, you can check that out. So a couple of quick uh, tips for filling out your bracket here for the WGC match play tournament. Uh, when you're f figuring out who wins each group, don't just automatically pick the top seed in each group. And actually, that would be a bad strategy because if you look over the past number of years, Top seeds don't win as much as you would think. Uh, so dating, and this is uh, tweeted out by Rick. Is it Gaiman, how you pronounce his name? 
uh, at Rick Run Good, dating back to 2015. So there's 16 groups dating back to 2015. I'll list off how many of the top seeds have won and advanced to the knockout stage. Five in 2018, eight in 2016, five in 2017, 2018, five, 2019, five, 2020. It was canceled because of COVID. 2021, only one top seed won their group and advanced to the knockout stage. It was absolute chaos that year. Uh, and then last year, eight. So most years, it's either five or eight. So I would not pick more than half your group winners. I would not pick them to be top seeds. And like I said, in 2021, just absolute chaos. Only one top seed advanced to the knockout stage. Scotty Scheffler has done very well in this event. He's been in it two times. He won it last year. He finished uh, second in 2021. Uh, a big thing with the course that this is played at, which is, I believe, uh, Austin Country Club, is that uh, guys who don't drive the ball long are not penalized here. This is uh, accuracy more than anything else. It is not a long course. You have to be accurate, though. So I would look at strokes gained approach. Uh, I would, it, if you look at strokes gained off the tee and guys are ranked low, see why they're ranked low. If it's because of driving distance, and don't worry about that. Accuracy off the tee, much more important than distance. Um, and you can also look at match play records. I'm going to bring up the site here because I forget, forget what it's called. But if you just... Google any golfer name. I'm just going to go Tommy Fleetwood match play record. Uh, the website's adamsarson.com. I guess Adam Sarson just tracks everyone's match play record. Um, and you can look back to see how well they do in match play. It has um, obviously WGC match play. It has Ryder Cup one-on-one -on -one matches and uh, President's Cup. If someone is either American and plays in the President's Cup or on the international team. That's a good resource as well because match play is very different from stroke play. There's different strategies involved. Uh, for example, you want to take a look at guys who can score birdies because you got to score in order to win holes most of the time unless your opponent just is not doing well and just bogeying everything. But typically, you got to get birdies. you got to play a little bit more aggressively. Uh, you got to have a certain mindset for it. You'll see some guys like, uh, and I'll talk about him a little bit later, but Tyrrell Hatton, who's just an absolute head case. We all love Tyrrell Hatton, but we know he's a head case. Uh, let's take a quick look at his match play record. It's not good. Tyrrell Hatton in match play. Oh, it's actually better than I thought. It's 12, 12 and 10, but still that's around 500. That's not exactly, uh, that's not exactly top notch match play, match play performance. Um, whereas guys like Scotty Scheffler, who are just cool as a cucumber, uh, have a fantastic match play performance. Like I said, won it last year, finished second the year before. So, uh, yeah, what else do we got here? That's just about it. So I'm going to go through the groups. I'm gonna, uh, I filled out my bracket here, so this is what I'm actually going to do. I'm going to share my screen here. Uh, oh, I do want to keep my face in it somehow. How can I do that? How can I do that? There we go. This is what I want, people. This is what I want. Now, as you can tell, I have blacked out um from the second round of knockout stage up to the winner uh because i am in that match play bracket pool that i'm running myself so i don't want to give you my entire bracket every single name and every single slot or you might just copy it and then there's no way i can win i would not recommend doing that to begin with i would not recommend copying my winners of each group because 
I generally suck at filling out this bracket. I do very well in match play tournament, uh, just betting on individual matches. I've not done well betting on winners of groups, uh, especially last year. My bracket was finished close to last place in the pool. Uh, but let's see if I can zoom in here. I'm going to start from the top left and then work my way down. Uh, I believe you guys can see this. Let me see if I can zoom in a little bit more here. There we go. All right, so let's uh, let's start things off. Group one, Scotty Scheffler. I'm going to take him. By the way, these odds, uh, I wrote on my notes last night, the only place I could find odds for winners of group were Bet365. I can't bet Bet365 because it's not legal in New York. Uh, but it was the only sports book that had them posted. So these are not the odds I'm going to bet personally, but I'm sure other sports books like DraftKings, which might have them posted this morning, let me check. Uh, the odds are not going to be too far off. Uh, tournament groups. Yes. Here we go. For example, Scotty Scheffler is the exact, exact same odds to win his group. So, yeah, these odds are going to be pretty close to what uh, I'm actually going to bet myself. Group one, Scotty Scheffler, minus 110. That's right. The only minus money winner, I think, in, in the entire group stage. But I think it'd be silly not to bet on Scotty Scheffler to win group one. Like I said, he has dominated match play. He's the number one ranked golfer in the world. He finished first at this event last year, second at this event the year before. He gets birdies, but also he doesn't bogey. He's he's kind of like the perfect match play robot on the PGA Tour. Let me see if I can find his all-time match play results record. Uh, match play record. Scotty Scheffler has gone 11-2-2 in match play in his career. That includes, obviously, the WGC match play. That includes some Ryder Cup matches as well. And if you're considering, uh, I'll just say now, this is one of my bets to win. Uh, I bet on him to win the entire thing as well at plus 800. He's the betting favorite, but for good reason. Uh, like I said, he, and I've talked about this before with my golf strategy this season. On these elevated events, I will be betting on either Scotty Scheffler or John Rahm until further notice. There have been five elevated events on the PJ Tour so far, and he and John Rahm have won four of them. The only one that wasn't won by them was Kurt Kitayama. Uh, and Scotty Scheffler was still right behind him. Um, and if you're curious about Scheffler against John Rom, which of the two guys uh, you would rather bet on, the two top favorites in this event? Well, back in the 2021 Ryder Cup, uh, Scotty Scheffler played against John Rom in a match play and defeated him four and three. Also, they faced off in the match play, and Scotty Scheffler defeated them three and one. So he has wiped the floor. With John Rom, both times they have faced off in his career in match play. So I'll be taking Scotty Scheffler to win the group of minus 110. I will take Scotty Scheffler to win the tournament at 8-1. to one. Moving on, group 16. So like I said, we're just going to move down the bracket here. This is group 16. I will take Tommy Fleetwood at plus 200. He's been playing well lately. We've seen him near the top of the leaderboard. Um, I'll tell you right now, am I going to take him to advance very far in the bracket, in the knockout stage? No, but I will take him... Uh, to win here I also will say well Sung JM is only three and four in match play so Sung JM has not historically done very well in match play um, I don't really trust JT Poston or Maverick McNeely um, I will say I'm a little bit biased though because every time I think of Tommy Fleetwood and I think of match play I think of the 2018 Ryder Cup when he and Francesco Molinari were on a team and dominated and all the European fans uh, chanted Tommy 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 Fleetwood 
So just because of that, um, I'm a little bit biased. I match play. I see match play. I see Tommy Fleetwood. I'm betting on him. So give me Tommy Fleetwood to win group 16 at plus 200. Oops. Moving on. Uh, this is group eight. Um, and I have this out of order. Oh, no, I don't. This is group nine. I'm taking Jason Day plus 190. I think you got to take either Jason Day or Colin Morikawa. Uh, and Jason Day's odds are a little bit longer. I think Morikawa is around plus 160, plus 170. I'll take Day at plus 190. This guy's been on absolute fire lately. Six straight top 20 finishes. Gained uh, strokes putting in all six events. Gained strokes around the green in five of six. Gained strokes approach in five of six of his last five of his last six events. Gained strokes off the tee in five of his last six events. You look at the, this guy's numbers on data golf, they're just completely off the charts. And the reason why I'm taking him is because they're consistent. We don't know what we're going to get with Colin Morikawa. Is his ceiling higher than Jason Day? Yes. But he has a struggle lately, also specifically with his putting. His putting has not been good. Lost strokes putting against the field. Uh, the last his last two starts uh, Colin Morikawa believe it or not has not historically been good in match play just two three and three in match play in his career Jason Day has been much better so I'll take Jason Day with slightly longer odds plus 190 to win group nine moving down to group eight which has Victor Hovland Chris Kirk Siwoo Kim Matt Kuchar I'll take a little bit of a long shot here I'll take Siwoo Kim plus 320 I don't trust Hovland with his play around the greens. I have not been on Hovland in any event for quite some time now, and I won't until I trust his play around the greens. He's terrible around. He's ter terrible with his chipping. Uh, Siwoo Kim gained plus 1.98 strokes in the field um, with his approach game at the Players' Championship. That's a promising sign. I kind of like his swagger at an event, at a match play event like this. I will say you could go anywhere in this group and I wouldn't argue too much. Like Matt Kuchar, I think has won his group. Matt Kuchar is a great match play record. Uh, I considered him long and hard, but I think he's just in too talented of a group this time. Let me look up Matt Kuchar's match play record. 35, 18, and 5. Very good. And he's gone 1, 2, 3. He's gone 6 and 1 in his last match, 7 match play rounds. Uh, he has, uh, he didn't advance. No, he did advance last year. No, he didn't compete in it last year. In 2021, he, he won third place. Lost in the semifinals to Scotty Scheffler, beat Victor Perez in the, in the quote-unquote bronze medal match. Didn't compete in it last year. So a complete dark shot if you want in that, in that group is Matt Kuchar. I'm going to take Siwoo Kim, though. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Moving on to group five. If you've been following me during the match play tournament the past couple of years, you know who I'm taking here. Am I taking Max Homa because he's the sixth ranked golfer in the world, five rank, fifth ranked golfer in this tournament? No. 
Am I taking Hideki Matsuyama? No. Give me Kevin Kisner plus 375. If you don't know, Kevin Kisner is the king of match play. Or it might not be that he's the king of match play. It might just be that he's the king of Austin Country Club. Uh, he has dominated this event. His match play record in his career is 22-7-2. He has also gone 13-2 in his last 15 match play rounds 13 and 2 in his last 15 match play rounds he lost in the final last year to scotty scheffler i think he's like third or something the year before um is it the course possibly it might just be the course because like i said earlier this fits guys who don't drive the ball very long guys who are just a little bit shorter a little bit accurate good short game um i will say i'm a little bit concerned because he's played like absolute trash this year um yeah, I'm not going to look at his... Well, he missed the cut at the Valspar, 75th at the Players, missed the cut at Ar- Arnold Palmer, missed the cut at Genesis Open, missed the cut at WM Phoenix Open, T34 Pebble Beach, 19th at Hero World Challenge, T29 at RSM Club. I mean, I'm just not good. Uh, but sometimes what guys need to snap out of the funk is to play at a course that they're comfortable with. So if he's ever going to snap out of the funk, now is the time to do it. I can't resist betting on him at a plus 375 to win his group with a guy who has dominated this event throughout his career. So give me Kevin Kisner to win group five. Um, next up, uh, I'll take Jordan Spieth to win group 12 plus 175. He's the favorite here. He's been playing too well not to back. Shane Lowry was a little bit. Uh, I kind of want to take Shane, Shane Lowry, but I'll take Jordan Spieth. He's gained at least one full stroke in the field with his approach play in four of his last five events. He's gained strokes putting in three straight starts, uh, which is good to see with Jordan Spieth. Uh, last week was his best putting performance since the Travelers Championship last season. So I will take Jordan Spieth to win Group 12 of plus 175. Then I'll take a shot on my fellow Canadian, Adam Hadwin. You know i got to back my Canadians, I guess, even though I didn't with Mackenzie Hughes in the last group. Uh, I'll back a couple Canadians to win their group. I'll take Adam Hadwin at three to one. Uh, Data Golf, which is my favorite golf resource for betting, has Adam Hadwin has a twenty six point six percent chance of winning this group, only two point four percent chance less than Burns, but yet his odds are way longer. So I think this is by far the best value bet on the board for winning a group. Uh, so far this season, his highs have been high. His lows have been low though. He's a very so far this season he's been very much a high ceiling, low floor kind of guy. Depends on what kind of version of him shows up. But I think he is, I think he has, even though he has, I think the longest odds in the group, I think he has a second best chance of winning this group behind Sam Burns. And it's not by much. I would take him over power. I would take him over Scott. Even if all three of those guys had the same odds, I'd take him over those guys. I think this is a great value bet. Adam Hadwin to win group 13 at plus 300. Group four, this is the bottom uh, group on the bottom left side. I'll take Patrick Cantlay, plus 120. He has the fourth best win percentage in the entire field. Uh, Third best, and I'm talking win percentage, I'm talking about record and match play. He has been very good in match play. If you take out Max Homa, who's like 2-1-1, so he has like a 66 win percentage, but only three matches total in match play, uh, then he has the third best. Uh, he is 7-3-1 for a 64% win percentage in his career in match play. Um, so I'm taking him not only to win this group, a plus 120. I'm taking him to win the whole thing. This is my second of three bets to win 
the entire bracket. I bet him at 18 to 1 to win the match play tournament. Match play, it's all about scoring. You got to score birdies at a high rate. I said that earlier. And Patrick Hanley, second on the PJ Tour in birdie average, birdies per round. Only John Rahm averages more birdies per round uh, than Patrick Cantley. Um, and I think he's in a very win winnable group. I mean, who knows what's going to happen? I can't imagine Brian Harmon, KH Lee, and Nick Taylor beating him, but I guess we'll see. Um, but also, I, I also like in terms of him winning the whole thing, I like that he's in the bottom left region because that means he doesn't have to face the likes of um, Scotty Scheffler or John Rahm until at least the final four. And I think the bottom left region is probably the weakest. I mean, the best guys in there are Max Homa, outside of Cantley, Max Homa and Jordan Spieth. I think Cantley can beat those guys. So I'll take Cantley to win the group at plus 120 and to win the whole damn thing at plus 1,800. We're moving up to the top right portion of the region of the bracket here. John Rahm, I'll take him to win his group, plus 115. Statistically, I know Scotty Scheffler is the number one golfer on tour, but statistically, John Rahm has been the best golfer. You look at total strokes gained. You look at birdie average. You look at strokes gained here, strokes gained there. John Rahm leads a PJ Tour in just about everything. Uh, I think it'd be stupid to not take him to win his group. So pretty straightforward bet there. I'll take him to win group two at plus 115. I'm going to take my other Canadian here, Corey Connors, plus 240 to win group 15. Corey Connors uh, has done very well in a match play. He finished third place in this event last year. He lost to Kevin Kisner, I think it was, in the semifinal, then beat Dustin Johnson in a third place game. Six and four overall match play record, but he's gone six and one in his last seven uh, matches. So just as uh, course history here, I like Corey Connors to win that group of plus 240. Group 10, as you see, I'll take Christian Bizetenut. Uh I owe him for cashing at plus 650 to finish at the player's uh, championship in the top 20 also as i mentioned uh guys who don't drive the ball long don't get penalized here and that's exactly christian bizet newt's issues he doesn't normally drive the ball long that's why i took him at the players that's why i'll take him this week too lack of distance won't hurt him he's coming off a t13 performance at the players um and also i would stay away from finau finau has historically in his career not been good at match play whatsoever he's six seven and two in match play he has an advanced pass at group stage and three appearances at this event. So maybe that will change. But if you want to base it off history and course history, has not done well at this event or at this uh, at this course. So if you don't don't want to go Bizade Newt, I'd probably go Kitayama if you want to go that direction. I would kind of fade Fino, and I will fade him in the head-to-head -head matchups this week. Uh, next up, I'm going to go Ryan Fox to win Group 7 at 3-1. to one. I have no faith in Will Zalatoris right now. His game doesn't really seem to be dialed in. Ryan Fox has been a very sneaky play. He's a guy who mostly plays in Europe. He's come over to the PGA Tour the past few weeks, and he finished T27 and T14. Uh, Andrew Putnam, who's another guy in this group, has missed the cut in four of his last five events. Can't trust him. Harris English has missed a cut in two of his last four events, and his approach game seems to be off. So this is more of a fade of everyone else. I don't trust anyone else in this group. I think Ryan Fox has the best form as of late. I think he's playing the best golf of the four as of late obviously will zalatoris has a higher ceiling uh but his game uh i have lost the why is my pitcher just disappeared that's weird um i have lost uh my thing i don't trust in will zalatoris is basically what i was trying to say um let me see if i can bring this back up i don't know why the image just 
died on me. There we go. We back. Oh, and it's gone. It doesn't like me showing match play, apparently. Strange. What if I did this? What if I did a little, little work around here? Oh, no, that's not what I want. There we go. I'm just going to open it back up and paint. How about that? We're going old school. Now, can I zoom in? Yes, I can. Boom. This might have been even better. Maybe I should have done this from the start. All right. Moving on. We got group six. Tom Hoagie. Tom Hoagie ranks eighth on the PJ Tour in birdie average. First in strokes gained approach. So we got the best approach player on tour uh, so far this season. He's eighth in birdie average, which is huge for match play. And he has one big weakness, and that is driving distance. But that is not going to hurt him this week, as I keep mentioning. Um, he's also a hundred and to kind of explain this and kind of display it. He's 117th in strokes gained off the tee. So that would make you think he's terrible with the driver, but that's largely caused by being 132nd driving distance strokes gained off the tee takes into consideration driving distance way more than accuracy is 28th in driving accuracy. So don't pay too much attention to his 117th ranking in strokes gained off the tee. He is first in strokes gained approach. Um, and he's in a group of Xander Shoffley, who's another top guy, kind of like Fina, who's not done well in match play. Six, five, and three in match play rounds. Uh, and if he does win this group, or whoever does win this group, would not have to face Rom or Scheffler until at least the final four, because they're in the lower right uh, bracket here. So I love Tom Hoagie here, plus 260. And Tom Hoagie is my third bet to win the entire thing. Uh, yes, that's right. A little long shot bet. Scotty Scheffler was 8-1. to one. Patrick Cantlay was plus 1,800. Tom Hoagie, 65-1 to one to win the WGC match play event. But it comes down to those things that I mentioned. Uh, he can score birdies. Eighth on tour and birdie average. He, can, uh, he has very good irons. Some might say the best play iron player on tour so far this season. First in strokes gained approach. He, his uh, lack of distance is not going to hurt him. I think a lot of things line up well for Tom Hoagie this week. I think he's in a very winnable group. I think he's in a good uh, kind of like regent quadrant. At 65 to 1, I like Tom Hoagie to win. So that's my third and final bet to win the entire thing, Tom Hoagie at 65 to 1. Now, I will say I've given you my three picks to win, but you don't know which one I went with in this bracket, and I'm not going to tell you. It's crossed off. But I do, do also like him plus 260 to win this group. Let's move on here. Sahith Tigala to win group 11 plus 240. Uh, he's fresh out of college. Don't they play match play in college golf, I think? I'm hoping maybe he can get some experience from, uh, draw from experience recently playing college golf match play, maybe. Uh, but I don't trust Matt Fitzpatrick in that group. His uh, game is completely off now. He's missed a cut in three of his last four events and four of his last six. His, his approach play is all, low, all over the place. I do not know what's going on with Matt Fitzpatrick, but he has sucked lately. Um, and I don't really trust Minwoo Lee or JJ Spawn. So I'll go Seth Tigala plus 240. 
Plus, um, group 14, I'll take a shot on the rookie Ben Griffin at plus 375. This is a, a kind of a gut feeling play. I don't really think Tyrrell Hatton's meant for match play, even though his numbers have been great lately. He's a head case, and I, head case guys I don't think do well with match play. So this is a complete gut feeling play. I don't really want to bet on Henley or Herbert. Their games lately I haven't really liked. I'll take a shot on Ben Griffin plus 375 for a bit of a long shot bet to win a group. And then the bottom right group, I'll take Keegan Bradley plus 280. Roy McIlroy all over the place. I don't really like the comments Roy McIlroy has made. He doesn't think fans want to watch pro golfers make bogeys and compete on hard courses, which is insane. I Most people I talk to, it's the complete opposite. The kind of events we don't want to watch are birdie fests. Um, he hasn't done well in this event historically. He kind of doesn't really like this event. I wouldn't be surprised if he just kind of mails it in and then starts getting ready for the Masters. His head doesn't seem to be in it. He he was in it like when he was a little bit younger, but lately the past few years he just hasn't really played well and doesn't really seem to give a shit about this event. So I'll go against Roy McIlroy. I'll take Keegan Bradley. You could also go Denny McCarthy. That wouldn't be a bad look, but I, I'll take Keegan Bradley. I think his game's been a little bit more consistent lately. Uh, he's gained strokes with his approach play in five straight events, and I think that's going to be key this week. So there you have it. Those are my picks. Uh, let me see if I can zoom out. So I got Scheffler, Fleetwood, Day, Siwoo Kim, Kevin Kisner, Jordan Spieth, Adam Hadwin, Patrick Cantley on the left side. On the right side, I got Rom, Connors, Bezadenut, Ryan Fox, Tom Hoagie, Sahith Sigala, Ben Griffin, Keegan Bradley, on the right side, everything else is blacked out. I'm not going to give you guys my full bracket because you should be joining the iMac Twitter Championship bracket pool. Uh, so check out my Twitter for that. The link is there. And you can cash app or Venmo me uh, $20 um, to join. No, oh, my video capture is off for the last little bit. Oh, there. oh, well, you didn't see my face. I'm back. Um. My cash app in Venmo is uh, IanMac35. If you're Canadian and you want to enter, DM me on Twitter because uh, I know you Canadians do not have cash app or Venmo. Uh, you can e-transfer me, but I have to give you my email, and I don't want to publicly give that out. So DM me, and I'll give you my uh, email so you can uh, e-transfer me the $20. All right, good luck. Join the bracket pool. Good luck with that. Good luck with your bets. Um, I'll be back tomorrow morning with my picks for the Sweet 16. And then Friday morning, I'll have my pick for the first two Elite Eight games. Saturday morning, I'll give out my pick for the second two Elite Eight games. So that's going to be the schedule for the podcast for the rest of the week. Gambler blessed. Please subscribe. We reached 100 subscribers on YouTube. Let's keep it growing. Let's try to get to 1,000 by when? Uh, end of April? End of next month? It's a lofty goal, but let's get there. Uh, share the bracket pool with your friends. Let's see how many entries we can get. Best of luck. Gamble or bless. I'll talk to y'all tomorrow. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.